Welcome to Word Anchor Podcast with Dr. Karen Kambule, where we search the scriptures to find solutions to life's issues. Download to this episode, share it with your friends and family. Stay blessed. Remember to make the Word of God your anchor. Thank you for tuning in to Wet Anchor Podcast. Today's episode is titled No Shame in Being Broke Down and Out. In this time and season, there are a lot of financial issues that people are going through. People have lost their jobs. People have lost their businesses. In South Africa, we are having the taxi industry on strike because they want government to support them. We are also having those that have been unemployed crying that they have not been able to receive the grant that government had promised to give them. So it is a time where many people's pockets have been hit hard. It is not an easy time. It is not easy for a servant of God, for example, to arise and say, I want also to be given a grant because the offerings is no longer the same as it used to be. And therefore, I don't have money. It's not an easy time. I was recently unemployed for a period of nine months, having an issue with my employer. It was a battle that I was going through. It was one of the hardest experiences of my life. It was not about being unemployed, but the issues behind my being unemployed. I got the experience of going to the Department of Labor, one of the departments I never thought I would go to, but I was there. A whole executive or former executive then and standing in line with everybody else. There they don't care who you are, what office position you're holding. It's just everybody else in one line. I remember that their computers would be down. You'd go there in the morning. First thing in the morning, six o'clock, you're there and the office will open at half past eight to nine. And when you get there, they tell you that now we are offline and you have to go. And they say it with a straight face. They're going to get paid at the end of the month. And you're there waiting just to get some money, a little money, not even the same amount of the salary that you are getting. It was it was such a bad experience for me. Um, I came from affording myself to being dependent. And that was hard. I was down. I was not necessarily out. I was broke and I was down, but not necessarily out. I can imagine somebody that is broke down and out. You know, um, when the Lord permits, I will one day share the full story or better still put it in a book. Or oh, the point that I want to bring is, is the shame that comes with being down, being broke and being out. When, when, when my battle was over and I got my job back, I got an opportunity of, uh, of testifying about my experience at church. And after I told my story, many people were shocked. I was actually just telling about the goodness of God. It was a good opportunity for me to to just praise God for what he had done for me. But people were not away in church that I was unemployed. And being a servant of God, meaning that I, I would have preached during that time in the season, and there was no indication even in my sermons that I was actually really in trouble. You know, so many people were shocked. They're like, we didn't know. We could not even see it. We could not even pick it up. In other words, I did not show in my presentation, in how I looked, in how I talked. And I was not crying about it in front of people. There are stories that are told about people who lose their jobs and continue to wake up every single day to go to the imaginary work, pretending that all is well. Some cannot even tell their wives that they have lost their jobs. They would rather keep it to themselves, get up, go somewhere, sit the whole day, come back 
like five o'clock pretend that they've been working. There is a thin line between being private about your issue and being ashamed of it. Shame will prohibit you from seeking help. Shame will tell you that people are laughing at you when people don't are not even aware of your issue. Shame will make you feel that you're the only one that has trouble. When you get to a department like the Department of Labor and see the number of people that are in trouble just as you are, you realize that, you know, life happens, you know. So shame will make you feel as if you are the odd one out, you know. It, it, it's very difficult to have everything and then have nothing. It is very difficult to have money and then have nothing. It is very difficult to be the one that was providing for other people and now you have to wait your turn to be provided for. And of course, private matters are private, but then they are also revealed to a few people that you can talk to. So some people die as a result of diseases that they could have been helped with if they had spoken to someone. Some people will die having cancer, not being able to tell someone that they're actually sick. Some people will be afraid to go get help because of the situation that they are going through. Some people will be depressed because of the financial issue that they could have gotten help from somebody else because you feel so ashamed we see it with celebrities one day you have everything you have the cars you have the the big houses you have all the parties and everything and before you know it you are broke you're down and you're out some of them cannot even handle that they get depressed some kill themselves some drink themselves to to even death you know some take drugs just to numb the pain some are just too ashamed to even go back home you'd rather sit in a townhouse that you cannot even afford because you cannot go back home where you could have a room where your parents are or your family is. So you end up facing a big challenge alone, afraid, depressed, until your emotions weigh on you so heavily that the situation, unfortunately for some, suicide becomes the only option. So an issue that has caused depression and depression then in return cause suicide. So the issue was money, but now the bigger issue becomes depression and the worst issue becomes suicide. Today, I want to say there is no shame in being broke, in being down and in being out. The problem is if you stay there because then you cannot get out of the situation. Do not be ashamed to say that I'm actually broke. And I'm not saying that you must go out telling everybody else that you have troubles. When I was broken down, there were few people that I told. In fact, for me, it was not a secret, but it was not something that was really occupying me all the time when I met people. There were a whole lot of other things to talk about. But there are people that I was talking to, that I was praying with. There are people that I would call when I felt that I'm too angry, I'm too hurt, and I'm frustrated. So there are people that I could talk to. The Bible tells us of a story of a widow who happened to be broke as well. She was down and she was out. Her situation was caused by her late husband who owed money to some loan sharks. We are never told if her husband ever tried to get help for this situation. And it doesn't even seem that his pastor, the prophet, knew about this situation. So he probably died as a junior prophet of note, maybe even held in high esteem, but nobody knew that he was actually broke. Because the solution that this prophet gave to the woman could have been the same solution that he gave to the husband when he was still alive. So today he would have probably been driving the latest SUV, this man, German car or had a mansion living the life and that all of that came crumbling down 
and he was bankrupt. Maybe because of his financial situation, we don't know. Maybe he became so anxious and eventually his body got sick and he died. We have seen people who had everything and then had nothing and they could not take the downgraded status. Some will commit suicide because they cannot face life and the people that they meet or the people that they know and people who knew them when they had everything. But now they have nothing to offer and nothing to brag about. Some genuinely do not know how to depend on other people. When I was down and out, I had my family. I graduated for my PhD in 2019. And I remember well that graduation for me, it was like a come together and pay for Carol kind of affair. It was a day where everybody else had to chip in. I remember that time, my uncle paid for my gown. My mother paid for my photos. My husband paid for petrol, transport, accommodation was paid for. I had a little money for a dress. I had old shoes that I wore to the graduation. It was actually very strange for me to have my mother's bank card swiping for the photos. If I didn't have family, I might have missed graduation. And I thank God for family. Some people out there don't have family to assist them. Some people cannot be able to reach out to non-relatives to help them. So they sit in their corners and watch themselves towards depression and suicide. So this woman in the book of 2 Kings chapter 4, this woman would not let a lone shark take her sons and leave her with no one. She didn't have family like I did. But you see, even though I had family, it was very strange for me to call my uncle and ask for money. I think it was probably the first time that I've asked him of anything. This woman, she would not let that lone shark to take her son and leave her with no one. Her sons were her only hope. They would grow up and they would work and they would take care of their mother. So this widow went out, left her home and went to find the prophet. This was the man under whom her husband served. So in Second Kings chapter 4 verse 1 it reads, Your servant my husband is dead and you know that your servant feared the Lord and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. She referred to her husband as your servant. Praise God. So he died still serving. So he died being a prophet, a pastor, a servant of God there. There was no doubt about his servanthood. So he was okay in this spiritual um, issues. He was okay in the church. He was a well-known leader of the church. The woman said he feared God. He feared the Lord. So he was not just a servant, but he also had a good standing with God, except that he didn't know that God is the one that provides. Thus, he died a broke man. It is one thing to be broke, but to have the sheriff come and foreclose on your property is painful. For the neighbors to see your property being taken over by the sheriff, looking at the commercial and talking about your situation, it must be painful. This woman did not let the shame to close her up in her house in defeat. She acknowledged that she had a challenge and that it was beyond what she could bear or handle. So she went to the place where she believed she could get help. She sought help. That's the first thing when you are in trouble is to seek help. When you are in trouble, I repeat, it is the first thing you do, seek help. The prophet did not ask what happened. Why didn't she come earlier? Why did her husband die without informing him of his financial challenges? You know, when you go to someone and say, I have this financial trouble and they start telling you a long list of things that you could have done and things that you should not have done and why you would not have been in trouble in that manner if you had done this one, two, three. And they just keep on putting the nail and turning it and turning it and turning it until you bleed. When you are in serious trouble, it is not a time for you to be told you are 
are wrong here and we are wrong there. It can depress you even further. But it is time for a solution. The prophet asked her what she had in her house. And her answer was, I have nothing but a little jar of oil. Nothing. Her home was empty. We don't know whether they took the furniture already. We don't know whether they took the pots. We don't know whether they took everything. But she had nothing except a little jar of oil. She doesn't even say, I have flour. She only had oil. But then the servant of God said in verse 3 to 4, Go, borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons. Then pour into all the vessels and set aside the full ones. So this woman's answer was already there. It was in her house. She actually left her house and left her solution there. She didn't know it. She had looked down on what she had. It was too little. But that very little, when it was backed up by the word of God, it became a lot. There was enough oil there was so much oil that she had to ask the neighbors for vessels not just a few but all the vessels in that place where she was staying she had to face her neighbors who did not even assist her she had to get vessels from the same people that were not able to help her and then sell them the oil so she was sitting in her house being broke being down and being out and her solution was right there she didn't know of course she needed a word a prophetic word from the lord she needed to hear what God was saying concerning her situation. But what took her so long to get help? Why did she wait until the creditors came for her sons? Because surely they had probably come for other things. For her to have nothing except a little oil, they must have come for other things before that. The Bible doesn't tell us of the times when she went to her neighbors for help. We don't know whether she did. So there was a little bit of shame in the situation. I cannot go to my neighbor because they will talk about me. I cannot go to my family because they don't like me that much. I cannot talk to my sisters and brothers in the Lord because they don't have nothing as well. There is nothing to be ashamed about the situation that you are in. Arise and get some help. Get some ideas ideas, get some resources, get some support and get some prayer. Do not sit in shame because you are in financial trouble. This woman did not run to everyone in the neighborhood. They knew her husband was dead. They knew that she was in need. They knew that she had nothing else and they had not been of much help. So as a child of God, first thing, know where you should go. Seek help, but know where you should go. You don't go running around telling everybody else, I have this problem and that problem. But also you do not sit in your corner and die in shame and die um, poor because you don't have the guts to rise up and tell someone, someone that can help you. Find out where you should go. Rise up in faith. Go get your miracle. Some people may have great ideas, but their current condition tells them that those ideas will not be accepted. You find that you have a solution for the whole wide world. Maybe a solution really is an international solution, but because you are down and out, because you are broke, you cannot think that there is someone out there that can be able to help you. I watched this movie called Acrimony out of curiosity the other day. And it is it is a long movie, but I wanted to see how it was going to end. That this man, for so many years, he was down, he was broke, he was out. And his wife had been with him, stuck with him all these years. And all these years, her sisters had been telling her that this man was not good enough for her. So this man went all out to look for um, financial support for his project. He tried years and years. That is the story. So your great idea will only come to fruition when you rise up and seek help. Of course, yes, you've been retrenched. 
And then what? You are not the first person to be retrenched. You are not the only person to be retrenched. The little that they've given you, it can give you a head start to something big. Maybe you've messed up your finances. Sitting in shame will not send a loan shark away. You need a plan and you need it fast. The Lord our God says, Isaiah chapter 48 verse 17, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. Sometimes you'll run around with projects and programs and ideas and it is not the Lord that has said you must do that. This woman ran to the house of the Lord. This woman ran to where she knew God speaks. Because sometimes you're telling the wrong people who don't even hear what God says. It is God that will teach you how to profit. But God doesn't come here walking two feet and come and take you to the bank or take you to an investor. He speaks to you. Small, still voice, loud voice, whichever way. But you must rise up and do something about your situation. Isaiah 45 verse 3 says, I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, I am the God of Israel. So it is him that will give you the treasures of darkness. These riches are hidden. These riches are hidden in secret places. But you see something that is hidden, it needs somebody to arise and go find it. Somebody has to stand up and go find those riches. These riches do not just come straight to your lap. No, you have to find them. You have to search for them. You have to ask God, will this thing work? I made some few mistakes as well when I was broke. I had not asked the Lord, is this the right thing to do? And today I want to say to you, check with the Lord. Let him tell you what to do. Let him tell you what is right. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 5 says, Then you shall see and become radiant, and your heart will swell with joy, because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you, the wealth of the Gentile shall come to you. It is not easy, but the wealth will come. So what is it that you must do? So you must move past the what will people say kind of thought. People are busy fixing their own lives. Some people are busy messing up their own lives. And you are sitting there saying, what will people say? What if they say something? What if they say something negative? It doesn't matter. It doesn't change the fact that you are broke, you are down and you are out. So if some people are talking, let them talk. Do not let people's gossip to stop you from rising up out of your ashes. You need to move past the no one will help me kind of thought. You haven't tried everyone. You haven't even tried the raven sent by God. You have not tried the seven of God. You have not tried the sister in the Lord. You have not tried the Holy Spirit. No one will help you. God will never run out of people to help you in this whole wide world. Somebody will. Somebody will. They say that the owner of uh, KFC went about knocking so many doors before somebody decided to invest in his business. You need to move past the I brought this upon myself. Forgive yourself and move on. You're sitting there beating yourself up. I should not have done this. I should not have done that. I should not have used money there. I should not have done that. Fine, you made a mistake. Forgive yourself. The Bible says that God forgives us and puts our transgressions as far as east is to the west. Why are you still stuck in the east when God is already in the west? Leave those transgressions in the east and go straight to the west where God is. Because he has put those things away. Forgive yourself. You made a mistake. We all make mistakes. Move on. You need to move past the God is punishing me 
kind of thought. His forgiveness surpasses his quench for punishing you. He would rather forgive you than keep on punishing you because Jesus Christ has already taken all the punishment. You need to move past the, I don't want to ruin my reputation. It is already ruined. It's time to rebuild it. Do not sit there. Don't think that your reputation will be rebuilt by you sitting in your corner and not rising up. You need to get up. You need to own up to even your own mistakes. The people that are afraid that they are judging you, they have their own issues to deal with. Some people enjoy poking fun at other people's misery. Do not give people the satisfaction that they have poked you till you bleed and die. There is no shame in being in trouble. The shame would be in you staying and dying there when you've had opportunities to rise and live again. Go out there. Check government departments. Check government agencies. Check somewhere where you can get help. Get up. Apply for that job. Apply for that business. Apply for that loan. Rise up and do something. There is no shame in being broke and being out. The Lord is there. He wants to teach you how to make wealth. You need to get up out of that situation. Do not sit in misery. Rise up and do something about your situation. The Lord is there waiting to tell you where the wealth is. The Bible tells us that when Israel came out of Egypt, out of slavery, they had been slaves for more than 430 years. But they came out with silver and gold out of slavery. God said, go, ask your madams and your says that can I please have some gold and silver. And the Egyptians were busy crying for their firstborns. They had to give up away whatever they had to say we're getting rid of you there is no shame in being broke down and out get up get out of that situation go and ask go and seek help there is a prophet that will speak a word to your life there is a business person that is there to invest in your business but they will not come to your house looking for you you must go out and look for them go out there apply for that job god will help you you must rise up and do something about it i've spoken about the issue of faith in the previous episode until you act on this issue you will sit and wait and wait and wait do not let shame to kill you do not let shame to depress you rise up the lord is with you he wants to help you he wants to show you how to make wealth it is god that will teach you how to make wealth the widow woman got up and faced her issues she got up and went to find help and she became an old magnate in her village you too have something it may be small it may be insignificant in your eyes but god will use exactly that god wants something that is from you that he can multiply and bless that if you can identify be it a talent be it knowledge be it your education whatever it is that you can use bring it to God and God will multiply that God will give you an increase in that which you present to him shame does not pay the bills trust God with your situation ask him he will answer Thank you for listening to Word Anchor Podcast. Please share with your family and friends. Remember to check out the show notes, connect with me on social media platforms, give feedback also, and continue to spread the word. Tune in for the next episode and make the word of God your anchor.